Hey you, welcome to the Even in Weight Loss podcast with Sherry Capilla. I'm so excited that you are here. Hello there, welcome to the podcast. So I want you to get a visual of what's going on as I record this. I'm currently bribing Charlie with doggy treats <laughs> to sit down quietly as I record this for you sitting on my back deck. So you might notice a bunch of, a bunch of birds in the background and all the things, but that's just life and I'm delivering a message to you just kind of in the way that I feel God prompting me to. So this might be a little out of sorts and not your typical podcast, but you know what? That's exactly the way that it's meant to be for me. So I want to talk to you today about how to implement routines that make weight loss possible. This is one of those things where as I look back and reflect on my life, I didn't realize it's what and how I started my weight loss journey. So I'm going to be sharing with you things that are just taken from the pages of my journal. I mean, literally, I've got my journal in front of me and I'm seeing what it was that I did years ago and I'm sharing with you. But I'm, my hope is that you'll take, you'll take note and you'll pay attention and you'll consider evaluating your life and implementing some of these strategies. Because by the time we are done with this podcast episode, I'm going to share five of my best tips with you on routines and habits and things that you know, are important to assess and evaluate in your life and to prioritize. And then I'm also going to give you kind of the 10 things that I do as my morning and evening routine. All right, so let's dive in. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're very likely drawn to it because you want to lose the weight and I can relate to you. Oh my goodness. I had no idea how much I was just I was completely consumed by my fat pants. I was consumed to the point of being sad and depressed just because I could not control my weight. I didn't realize all of the things, I didn't know all of the things that I'm gonna be sharing with you today. I didn't know them and I, looking back on it, I wish I'd had a Christian life coach for weight loss to guide me through the things that I'm gonna be sharing with you. So. My encouragement for you today, right now, is to just pay attention to what I'm going to be sharing with you. I encourage you to decide what you want. Decide what you are willing to exchange for it. If you're willing, if you want to lose weight, there are things in your life that you need to exchange for it. And then establish your your priorities and get going. Like, if you're a woman of faith, if you're a Christian, you have the ability to be dead to the things that weigh you down. I want to show you how to harness your faith and go deeper with God and to allow him to transform you. Because the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. Think about that. If you have a lot of things that you need to do, prioritize them and then start your day in alignment with those priorities. The key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. And if weight loss and seeking God are a priority for you, then this podcast is the episode you need to listen to. You know, you might even be somebody who um, is not a big fan of schedules or a big fan of routines. You know, you just like to be, you like to live in the moment and you just don't do well maybe with schedules. 
But the reality is, is even if you think you don't like them or you don't do well or you perpetually sabotage even what you write down as your schedule, you'll, you are already doing both. You're already scheduling and prioritizing and, and living in a state of routines. I am totally going to sneeze. Excuse me. Nope, no editing department here. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> um, and the reality is, is whatever you're doing daily, perpetually, it's either serving your comfort. It's either serving your comfort, you know, what you like to do, what's cozy for you to do, or it's serving your objectives, meaning you're facing your discomfort and you're doing the things because you see that they have value in your life. Either way, um, either way, pay attention to what you're doing every day and recognize that you're already doing routines. You already have a schedule. You're either keeping it, not keeping it. Regardless, you're at the point where you can do hard things. It's just a matter of prioritizing and being consciously aware of these hard things on your, on your daily objectives. So I want to share with you the initial ways that I began to lose weight because our life our lives is a culmination of every decision, of every habit, of every routine that you either know or don't know that you're doing daily. When you think back to when, well, actually, when I think back to when I was succeeding, oh, oh here comes Charlie. Oh, he's going to get another dog treat. Here you go, Charlie. Come in. Come and get it. <laughs> when I think back to when I, um, where was I? What was I talking about? When I think back to when I was succeeding at perpetually failing at losing weight, I can see that it was in my daily choices. The food and the alcohol are, you know, really just kind of the obvious things, but I'm really talking about the routines. I had a routine of getting up at seven o'clock every morning on the weekends and doing an online workout that I would stream. Then I would go upstairs and make my blended smoothie. I would look forward to my coffee time with Harry. And then we would start entering our day with the kids waking up and being focused on doing kids things all days and all day and maybe a few, you know, to do's around the house or errands. My evenings were always ended. My evenings always ended with a glass of wine or three um, as I put the kids to bed and then I would hang out with Harry and we would drink and hang out and eat the snacks together. Even if I was on a weight loss program, like it didn't matter. Like I would always succumb to that and then get curious why I couldn't lose weight. I couldn't get out of my own way. And then after, you know, staying up late and hanging out with Harry, I'd eventually hit the bed, go to bed by, you know, 1130. You know, that was early to me, 11 o'clock, 1130. And I would repeat it the next day. On the weekdays, I'd try to do my morning workout, but I was always too tired. Something always got in the way. And I didn't see that it was because I was staying up late and I was drinking. I didn't even realize that, you know, staying up late was contributing to why I was going to, why I was feeling so tired every morning or drinking alcohol that I probably was woke, probably was waking up hungover. Like not even, I'm, I wasn't even aware of it. I began prepping for the kids' mornings, like, you know, making, pouring their sippy cups, getting bottles ready, packing the diaper bag, you know, all the things that I had to do. And um, I slowly began to add 
workout prep. Like I would go down to the gym and say, okay, this is my workout. I would lay out my workout clothes. I slowly started prepping for myself or laying out what I was gonna wear for tomorrow going into the office. Um, I started to slowly step away from the bad habits and the routine of alcohol and staying up and staying up late. But all of that took so much effort. And I'm here to tell you, it took so much effort and it was so difficult to do. It really, oh my goodness. Charlie just saw his reflection in the window. All right, Charlie, go on in the house. Um, it took so much effort for me to do all of these things before God, before God. I mean, I doing it on my own in my flesh, leveraging willpower was so hard because every night I would succumb to that wine. Every night I would succumb to needing that TV time to wind down with Harry before I could fall asleep. I mean, you might find yourself nodding and thinking, yeah, I can relate to this. I want you to know I was there and it was so hard when I did it on my own before God. And once I started to go deeper with my faith and I traded the gym for him, I started to go deeper with reevaluating my routines. I started seeing how they either served my success or they served my failure. And slowly I stepped off of the broad path to my certain destruction. I mean, I was destined for destruction and it's because I was walking on the broad path. I was allowing all of the things that I felt I needed to have in my life, I allowed them to, to exist. And the minute I stepped off of that path, and onto the narrow path that was meant to serve my life, my life began to actually happen. I started to find ease. I started to find weight loss happen. Weight loss became a natural byproduct of me acknowledging the fact that I had things in my life that were keeping me stuck in mediocrity, stuck in my fat pants. And once I saw that surrendering my willpower and picking up God power, once I saw that that was the way, game changer, game changer. So what I wanna share with you right now are the five things um, that I began doing. And I started to do these things slowly. I knew that I was really good at failing. <laughs> and a lot of times my failure came as a direct result of me being so desperate for change to happen, so desperate to just be out of those fat pants already, that I would set out every Monday to have a diet and I changed all the things in my life at one time. And the minute I started failing at one thing, slowly I would fail at the next thing and then slowly failing at the next thing until I was in this perpetual state of constantly failing. It was the only thing I was getting good at. So here's the first thing I did and I recommend for you. Actually, I'm just going to share these with you and I'm going to share them from the perspective of what I suggest for you to do because of the things that worked for me and they work for the women that I coach in my weight loss program. Inside of the Seekers Method, I help women to undo the patterns of the world, how to stop conforming to their comfort and, and to diets and their desire to just you know live to feed their flesh on a daily basis. So these are the things. The first thing is identify what isn't serving you in weight loss as a Christian. If you want clarity, on how to discern what doesn't fit your life as a Christian, even in weight loss, I suggest you look up and meditate 
on what is written in the Bible in James 4.17. Meditate on what it says and then make an assessment on what is going on in your life that does not align with Christian values, but that kind of meets the criteria of what is defined in James 4.17. I'm not even going to share James 4.17 with you here. I want you to just lean in if you're so prompted to see what James 4.7 says says, and to, you know, pray that the Holy Spirit would open your eyes to what in your life needs to reflect what James, or doesn't, shouldn't reflect what James 4.17 says. The second thing is to identify what would serve you in place of current routines and habits. You know, I, um, I can think back to a time where, you know, I, staying up late, for example, I would stay up late and I knew that that didn't serve me and I needed to find out what would serve me instead. So one and two so far is number one, what isn't serving you in weight loss as a Christian. And if you want clarity, look up James 4.17. The second thing is identify what would serve you in place of current routines and habits. The third thing is, I coach on this all the time in, the, in my weight loss program, but the third thing is this, on-ramp yourself toward these new things. Start small. So when I say on-ramp, I mean start slow and steady. You don't get onto a highway and just floor it immediately upon turning right onto the on-ramp. No, you slowly have to incrementally work yourself up to a point of going faster. If your goal is to go to bed earlier, start by just on-ramping by every night 15 minutes earlier until eventually you can, you know, um, get to bed even 30 minutes earlier. Whatever you've got to do. If your goal is to get to bed earlier so that you can start to get up earlier, then create an environment where going to bed earlier is easier. If that means, you know, normally you stay up late because you're watching your favorite TV show, you know, whatever the show is, one night a week or five nights a week, whatever it is, start DVRing, you know, just record it. And every night watch the show, but start it earlier and then start going to bed earlier and then start setting your alarm clock 15 minutes earlier. Because what nobody's telling you about weight loss is that your hormones are a component, especially as you get well into your 30s and you start to enter perimenopause. Your sleep will regulate or dysregulate your hormones and your sleep is a component of your weight loss success. So I encourage you to lean into this slowly. Jumping in with all of the changes is a recipe for disaster. You likely have experienced this in your life before. Set appropriate expectations and on-ramp yourself versus just flooring it for change. Set one change that you're going to make this week and do it this week. This week it might be sleep. Next week it could be something else, but you get what I'm saying. And I just, it's critical for you. I just want you to know that sleep is a huge factor. It was for me when I look back on it. I had no idea that I was regulating my hormones as a component of all of this, and that contributed to my weight loss. But that's because I started realizing I was aware of the fact that there were things that were not serving me. I was staying up late, and I was watching all of the shows that were feeding my sinful nature. And I didn't even realize it. So I could go off on a tangent on that, but that was number three. On-ramp yourself to the new things and start slowly. And my example was just, you know, going to bed a little bit earlier. The fourth thing is to do your week in your strength. Okay, 
So in the Seekers Method, I teach women all the time about, you know, planning for our weaknesses and our obstacles in our lives. And um, what I'm encouraging you now is to do your weak things in your strength. And I'm saying weak, W-E-A-K. So do the hard things when it's easiest for you. When I look back on my life, I can see that for me that was I would prep my foods on Sundays because the kids would have free time to play. Or I look back and I can see that I would do my Bible study or write out my coaching material. I even do this still today. Um, I do it in the morning because that's when I have the fewest, the least distractions. That's when I'm most mentally clear. That's when I hear God without interruption. You know, another thing for me is I do my workout first thing in the morning. I literally have a four minute workout that I, you know, it's in my workout, in my weight loss program, and it's called the burn and brew. I do it before I get busy because I know that that's a weakness for me. I'm not strong in doing a workout because I don't enjoy it. Well, I'm at the point now where I do enjoy it. There are days though, trust me, where all the excuses come and I want to just skip out on it. But the reality is, is I do my weakness in my strength. I do the hard things when it's easiest for me when the environment is most conducive to my success. So find what works and what doesn't work and tweak it accordingly. You might start out trying to make some of these changes and find that it's just not fitting because you're late to church or you're late to whatever, um, or you know you just don't, whatever it is. Assess whether or not you're just worshiping your, your comfort and not wanting to do it, or if it's just legit not working, or if you need to, you know, change the schedule so that you can make it work and then get honest with yourself on you know if you want to actually you you just need to decide what you want and decide what you're willing to exchange for it and then get it prioritized get it scheduled and just get focused on it so that was number four do your week in your strength the fifth thing that i have for you before i'm going to share with you what my morning and evening routines look like The fifth thing is to bookend your day with intention. Every night, prepare for tomorrow before you go to bed. Success in weight loss all comes down to what you do the day before. If you want to have a successful tomorrow, it starts tonight. How I do this is, like I'm saying, bookend your day with intention. Every night, set your tomorrow up before you go to bed. Doing this is how you focus on believing in your limits instead of having unlimited belief. Because when you're able to just focus on, when you are stuck focusing on where you're limited and what you can't do, that's you worshiping the limits you've placed on your life. But instead, I would encourage you to say, you know what, I can do hard things. And you can invite God into everything. The Bible does not say only invite God into um, you know, saving people who are dying. No, you can, God wants to be invited into every area of your life. When you focus instead on believing in him, you really take the limits off of your life. So I would encourage you, encourage you to focus on believing in God instead of what you can do or what you've done in the past. So those are the five things that I would encourage you to, you know, just Start stepping into slowly as you begin to walk in the direction of weight loss. Now, here are, 
here's what my morning and evening routine looks like. Um, and these routines, when I do them now, they're kind of signals to my body that it's time to lean into worshiping progress over worshiping my comfort. So, um, and these routines kind of, you know, are a year round. I mean, you know, I say that because, you know, there's, I have to get up a little bit earlier and I have to do things a little bit differently when it's the school year and the kids are in school versus summer vacation. Um, this is also, you know, how it was for me when I was working in corporate America. I had to do things a little bit different during the week than, uh, you know, on the weekend. So right now, here's what I, here's what happens. Here's how my morning happens. I wake up every morning at 4.30. I walk into the kitchen and I turn the coffee on. The third thing I do is I, I have a little morning wor workout routine. It's called my burn and brew. It literally takes four minutes for me to do. It's a HIIT workout, high intensity training workout that I do only for the duration that it takes for my coffee to brew. Then I drink down a whole thing of water. I go downstairs to my office. I do my morning devotional and I drink my coffee. After I've done that, I schedule my day and I align my schedule and my day and my priorities with my values. I write down my goals. I even write down what foods I'm going to eat. I then see it as my, it's my objective every day to follow that schedule down to what I've prepped and planned that I'm going to eat for my food. And then as the day rounds out, I prep for bedtime and I prep for my morning well in advance of going to bed. And then I prep for I prep for getting ready for bed. I mean, I know it sounds really crazy, but before I go to bed, I have, you know, made my coffee. I've poured my waters for the morning. I have set the table. I have, um, I've, I even prep my Bible study. Where I used to prep my workout clothes, I now prep my Bible study because now I'm able to do my workout in four minutes wearing whatever I wore to bed. I'm not even kidding you. Then I'm in my bedroom getting ready for bed 30 minutes before lights out. I know that in order to get up every day at 4.30, I need to be nearly asleep by 9.30, which means I'm in my bedroom by nine o'clock because it takes 30 minutes to get myself ready to bed because inevitably I will have children coming into my bathroom to say goodnight five or six times or to ask questions five or six times. But regardless, my lights are out then by 9.30. I've met me, I've met my family. I know what it takes for me to get in bed by 9.30. I know that when I do this, when I'm obedient to this, I create an environment in my life where I can live according to my priorities, not in accordance to just what I need to do every day because it's, it's what I've scheduled or what the kids are scheduled to do. I know that when I seek him instead of the gym, that weight loss becomes a natural byproduct. He has shown me that when I'm a seeker, obedience becomes easier. And through all of this, he's revealed to me that I don't teach women how to lose weight. Instead, I show them how to be obedient by leveraging the fruit of the Spirit. And one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. If you're a Christian woman, if you're a Christian, you have this innately already in you. You have self-control in you, in your spirit. 
I want to show you how to harness this even in weight loss.